Everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to another thrilling, exciting episode of Snowbirding 101. I'm here with your favorite realtor uh, persona and uh, uh, personality, Christine McKinley, joining us from Orlando. What's going on? Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. It's uh, uh, starting to cool off a little bit up here in New England. Um, we're starting to get that fall breeze tickling in. Uh, and it's remind. It's a it's a sober reminder of what's uh, upcoming. And I think a lot of people are kind of starting to think again. All right, you know. I think I'm going to get out of Dodge. Yeah, yeah. Well, it hasn't started to cool off here yet. <clears throat> that will actually start to happen around January. So um, as the seasons change, I know here in Orlando, a lot of people, one thing we do during the holidays is we rent a beach house. Um, and we have a bunch of people over because it's still, it's not blazing hot in, in December, but you can still be in your bathing suits. So um, I know a bunch of people in Orlando, they're looking at their Airbnbs and checking out where they want to stay for the holidays starting now. Everyone's getting their reservations. So um, that's what will be happening this season. That sounds fantastic. And what are the flights like during that time of year? Flights? Oh, that's right. You don't need to fly to the beach. Yeah, we'll fly. yeah. Nope. Um, anyone, really, probably anyone that we're going to bring on the show, really anyone in Orlando, you are like a two hour drive from the beach no matter where you're at, um, depending on what beach you go to. I know in Orlando, we're like a 45 minute drive uh, east and then like an hour and a half west. So you can kind of get a good spot. Pick your, mm -hmm. uh, pick your beach. Yeah. Or uh, open water. I love it. Exactly. Exactly. Cool. So who do we have on uh, joining us today, Christine? We have Lori. She is an amazing agent in the Cape Coral area. She's actually working on two of my referrals right now, two of my seller referrals. Um, she's doing great. They love her. And we wanted to bring her on to talk about that area of Florida, um, as you know, if you've tuned into the show a couple times before, we like to bring in different agents and kind of just talk about what's different about each city, what brings snowbirds to different parts of Florida, because we've got South Florida, we have the Gulf Coast, we have the Northeast, um, and so not all of Florida is created equally. So we wanted to bring on Lori. Let's bring in, uh, yeah, Lori Carlson here. Um, Lori, are you there? I am. Good morning. How's Good everybody? morning. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm alive, excited, and full of energy. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Uh, Lori, um, we uh, just kind of uh, kind of introduced you with respect to uh, where you are in Cape Coral, but I know you're part of a team with your fabulous husband Terry. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, yourselves and and um, you know, how you, how long you've been selling real estate and, and that kind of thing. Oh gosh. It, it seems like I've been selling real estate since I'm out of the womb. It's been, uh, just, just, uh, 21 years now. And, uh, Terry, Terry's, uh, just going on about 23 years. So, uh, we, we've been doing it for a little bit full time always lived here in Southwest Florida for, uh, 32 years. Wow. That's, that's, awesome. that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, 
one of our viewers, Carrie White, her mom lives in Cape Coral. Very cool. Really? So we've got a connection. Awesome. So for those of us up here in the, uh, the Northeast who may not be f exactly familiar with Cape Coral, tell us a little bit about kind of where it is uh, in Florida. Okay. So we're located, um, most people know where Fort Myers is or Naples. Uh, we're about two hours south of Tampa on the Gulf Coast and about an hour north of Naples. So kind of right in that little corner there. Cape Coral is actually a peninsula. Oh. Okay. okay, great. Um, and uh, tell us kind of how the overall real estate market is, is going down there right now. It's interesting. You know, uh, we're in what more of a stabilized market now. Um, our, um, our, the new stats that are, that are out from July show that our prices are up about 2% over last year. Okay. So, um, nice and nice and steady, nice and easy. Um, uh, Sales of single-family homes are up over 8% though, so that's good. Um, okay, that's yeah. great. And it's kind of similar up here. Um, the market is kind of flattening out a little bit. Our town mm -hmm. in Melrose, uh, year over year, our values are virtually the same, which has been a shift to, you know, from two to three years ago. Mm -hmm. um, so it's interesting how that's, we're kind of seeing that nationwide. You're seeing that, Christine, as well in Orlando? Yeah, just kind of, as Laura was saying, a stabilization <clears throat> of the market. Mm -hmm. Good. So, interestingly enough, though, you guys, condo sales uh, are actually up 17% this year. Wow. Yeah, which in, in, in the summer, usually our condo, you know, time for m the most condo sales is more like uh, January, February. Yeah. But, yeah. It's interesting. Why do you think that is? I think you guys are going to have a brutal north or brutal winter up north and everybody's wanting to get their condos. <laughs> yeah. But do you think a lot of those people are snowbirds? They're snowbirding down and they're just buying condos so they can lock up and yeah. leave yeah. it. It makes it easy for them. You know, they can just kind of close the door. They don't have to worry about, you know, yard maintenance, pool maintenance, all those things. Right, right. Now, when when people aren't staying in those condos, do you think that they rent them out, or or is it just vacant? What do you do? You think a lot of the people are kind of trying to get some income while they're not using the condo? Some do. It depends on each condo complex and what their restrictions are. You know, some are more lenient than others. Right. A 30-day rental, you know, they all have minimums. Some right. have minimums of 30 days. Some have minimums of 90 days, you know, things right. like that. Okay. So it just kind of depends on the HOA. Mm -hmm. Okay. Got it. I know here um, I sell a lot in Seminole County, and we cannot have Airbnbs in Seminole County. So oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It is It's kind of interesting. We, we butt up to UCF. So I'm not sure if that has anything to do with it, but um, Orange County, where downtown Orlando is, uh -huh. is um, they do allow it in certain parts, but it's also HOA regulated. Mm, interesting. It's kind of thinking what you know the people's options are if they are snowboarding down here, what they can do with the unit while they're not using it. Gotcha. Well, single family homes uh, in Cape Coral and Fort, as long as they're strictly. And you could actually do night, nightly rentals if you wanted to. Wow. Very good. Okay. That's good to know. And there's definitely a market for that, uh, you know, in the market for that. Yeah. 
interesting. Great. So tell us, um, Lori, kind of what, uh, I guess, what are kind of the hot spots right now for uh, snowbirders that might be new in the last couple of years? New in the last couple of years, there's, uh, well, let's talk, let's kind of go back and forth if it's okay between Cape Coral and Fort Myers because we serve both those areas. Okay, great. And, uh, yeah. and, they, and they each offer different things. And that's big because guess whose baseball team practices in the spring in Fort that's Myers? right, the Red Sox. That's yes, they it. do. That's it. Cool. Out at Blue Park. Mm, yeah. I that. Yeah. Yeah. It's Me it's too. really cool. Everyone who goes down, they're like, it's kind of a mini Fenway is how they designed it. And exactly. People exactly. I didn't I didn't figure you were talking about the twins. They come here too, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> All right. Well, anyone from Minnesota as well, uh, obviously. We actually do. Yeah, we get a lot of people coming from Minnesota, really. So so in Fort Myers, I would say uh, there's a there's a whole section which is really uh, developing um, along the tree line. It's called the tree line corridor, kind of runs parallel to I-75 near JetBlue Park or Mini Fenway, um, uh, near the airport, near tons of uh, shopping and dining. And uh, there are a lot of communities going up there right now. We've got Pelican Preserve, the plantation. Um, just all, it, they're kind of dotted all the way through there. Okay, great. Very cool. And mm -hmm. then <clears throat> kind of, um, and these are all condo, are they golf communities as well? Or tell us a little bit more about them. They're mixed. Um, the plantation as an example ha is split up into two sections. There's Somerset and then there's Bridgetown. Somerset is the golf side. Um, and they have social uh, membership. You don't have to be a golf member. Um, and then Bridgetown is a little more affordable. Um, and uh, there's no golf over there, but they do have, you know, beautiful amenities. Great. Um, and kind of tell us what what uh, what your dollar gets in terms of, uh, you know, uh, price range, something, you know, I don't know, around, you know, under 500,000, over 500, whatever you think is appropriate. Okay. Well, if you want to be in a golf community, um, you can st still get beautiful homes under $500,000. We'll be listing one in a couple of months here. We have coming soon from another uh, referral from our network, which is wonderful. Right. And uh, that'll be in the low 400s. So in the low 400s, you can get into a beautiful, beautiful golf community with, you know, the fees aren't, aren't like astronomical. Mm -hmm. um, just sold another one in Pelican Preserve, which is, um, you guys familiar with Sun City? I think that's more central Florida. Okay. Okay, so Sun City started this other community down here, and then it was purchased by WCI, and they renamed it Pelican Preserve. So they've got a beautiful, beautiful uh, golf course and a whole town center and, of course, pickleball, because that's all the rage now. Yeah. Um, and there's a mixture in there too of condos and coach homes and single family. Uh, we just sold a um, 2,200 square foot, four bedroom, three bath with a pool for 385,000. Wow! I know it's gorgeous. Wow! It is absolutely gorgeous. So there's a lot of a lot of good. You know, you can get a lot for your your money here. A lot of bang for your buck. Yeah. 
yeah, a lot of people up here love hearing those numbers and because uh, it just doesn't uh, quite go so far up here. So that's great to hear, exciting. Um, and our taxes are lower. That's right, that's right. Um, no state income tax. That's yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's uh, it's getting better and better. You know, <laughs> we talk about it. Uh, tell us a little bit about um, kind of Cape Coral now. As you get on the peninsula, you know, uh -huh. what is uh, the buyer usually looking for there? Is it heavy boating or not necessarily? Is it more beaches? I have no idea. Yeah. Cape Coral is, uh, you know, it's interesting. The biggest draw here is the boating. We've got over 400 miles of navigable canals. Uh, so you can have your boat right behind your house. Um, of course, there's marinas, too, if you want to keep it at a marina and buy, you know, something off water. Um, we've got uh, two, two of the, the uh, upper-end luxury boating communities would be Cape Harbor and Tarpon Point. And so there, you're talking about probably an entry level price of you know, around six or seven hundred thousand. Um, uh, although Tarpon Point actually does have some uh, some coach homes that are a little less than that. But um, yeah, so a lot of our luxury homes are built on um, just not in deep restricted communities, but just on our individual canals. And of course, the distance out to open water kind of drives the price. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, great. And um, tell us kind of like, if somebody's looking for a house that, you know, where you can uh, have a boat right there, like mm -hmm. what are some of the things they really need to look out for that they may not be familiar with? Uh, they might be familiar with a boat, you know, they have them up here on the Cape or uh, up in uh, Cape Ann or something like that. but may not be familiar with, okay, now I'm going to be living with my boat, you know, mm -hmm. a completely different part of the country. Sure. Um, so if, you know, a lot, even though we have 400 miles of canals, some of them are landlocked and we consider those freshwater canals. And so there might, you know, they might have, have several miles that you could take a small, you know, fishing boat or a pontoon boat, you know, just to kind of boat through the canals. But if you want to get out to open water like the river and then the Gulf of Mexico, which is what most people want, uh, you really need to be aware of or at least have an idea of what kind of boating you're going to do. If you are going to have, say, a, a sedan bridge, you know, where it's because we have bridges that you have to go under. So if you're going to have a, a fly bridge or a fish, you know, big fishing boat, uh, then you're going to need uh, unrestricted access, mm -hmm. and uh, and and that's where the the big dollar difference comes in. So, you know, for your average house, you're going to probably spend close to a hundred thousand dollars more to get unrestricted access. Okay. Um, okay. So if you're going to do again, if you're going to do smaller boating, like we had a um, uh, 32 foot, um, you know, weekender cabin cruiser kind of thing. You can still get under some of the bridges with that. You know, they they range the bridges range from right around eight and a half feet to uh, eleven and a half feet. So, Very so cool. it's important. Yeah, that's important so that you know the bridge heights, the the kind of boat you're going to get, and the and the clearance that you'll need. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I've had to think about that. <laughs> huh. 
That's great. That's the first question I ask when, when people say, well, I want a, a, a you know, on a saltwater canal. And I say, okay, well, what kind of boat are you going to get? What's your yeah. boat going to look like? Are you just going to go around the little barrier islands and things? Or are you going to be on a big fishing boat that you want to go, you know, 20, 30 miles out? Right, right. Now, I know here in Florida, if you're on a lake um, since, or central Florida, since we're not on the beach, if you're mm -hmm. on you're pretty much automatically in a flood zone and it's not a big deal. A lot of people in Florida are on a flood zone or on a, you know, have to have the flood insurance. Mm -hmm. and it's about $1,200 a year, roughly. Um, how is that if you have a seawall and you are on directly on a canal, is there different insurance that you need for the dock or the boat or how does that tie into your home insurance? That's an interesting question uh, because we never really you know in, in all the years that I've been selling real estate here we never really considered that to be uh, an issue until uh, Hurricane Irma okay. and you know it was the first time ever that a hurricane actually sucked the water out of the canals mm -hmm. and so you know so then there was nothing holding those the, the bottom of the seawall, they're tied back with rebar at the top, but you know, you've got the bottom and they're kind of driven into the, uh, the dirt. Yeah. So, um, so we did have quite a bit of seawall damage because you know, some of them collapsed, yeah. but, uh, interestingly enough, it's very difficult to find a, um, uh, homeowner's insurance that actually covers the seawall. Okay. So I, I understand that more insurance companies are kind of coming out with like a separate umbrella policy, um, but that remains to be seen on how, you know, how accessible that's going to be. Interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's not usually a problem as long as they're maintained well. The biggest thing with seawalls is um, people is, well, iguanas, <laughs> because they like to burrow down and then you have a hole behind your seawall. And if it's, we have heavy, heavy rains, the water is going to go down and, you know, that can cause an issue. Yeah, um, and then uh, landscapers because they like to cut the grass back away from the seawall, and the, yeah. the idea is you want the water to flow over, not run down behind it. Sure, sure. So you have to have a landscaper that knows what they're doing, <laughs> or or know to tell them what to do. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything specific about uh, the house itself structurally that? is kind of unique to the area that you always kind of keep an eye out for, whether it's termites or uh, another type of issue? Not really. Yeah, I mean, we don't have, you know, I know Central Florida has to be careful for sinkholes and things like that. Uh, we don't really have that here, you know. Uh, I never say never, but in, in my 32 years here, we've never had an issue with anything like that. Um, most of our houses are built with uh, concrete block construction. Um, you know, that's an interesting thing though, a point to mention is that if, uh, if they are purchasing an, a home here, um, wood frame homes are a very small portion of the market in Cape Coral and, and most of Fort Myers. Um, but they also on resale are, are a little bit less too. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. So concrete block, um, Roof life. I know you're probably dealing with that, aren't you? In in Orlando, Christy. Yeah. Um, it's uh, the roof life. Need we need like at least five years of roof life. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, here I think everyone got a new roof after um, Hurricane Charlie, so 2005. So it's so common to see that, which now, you know, that's a little bit of an older roof. <laughs> we, whenever we see 2005, we're like, oh, that's not that new. It's it's good that it didn't go through Hurricane Charlie, but it's not that new. Um, sure. And then there was a big hailstorm in um, like two years ago, and a lot of people were getting their insurance to cover a new roof with a hailstorm. So they got Charlie, and then they got the hailstorm. So I'm like, what's what's going to happen in 15 years to get another <laughs> new roof? Sure, uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, Irma did a lot of, of damage to roofs here. And, and when I say damage, excuse me, um, they damaged the older roofs, but even the ones that were put on after Charlie, Irma took a, a good amount of um, yep. wear and tear on them. Not necessarily that they're, they need to be replaced right now, but there's probably, if someone was going to put their house up for sale, uh, we're running into them thinking the roof is okay because it's not leaking. Yeah. But then, you know, the inspector gets up there and says, well, you really only have maybe two years of roof life left because it had taken a beating. Right. So, right. Yeah. yeah, with us being in hurricane season, Bill, I think that we'll be talking to a lot of agents in Florida about the hurricanes and how each each city and each, you know, building style is going to be affected for these hurricanes. Yeah, sure. really important, something that we're not really, even though we do see a hurricane from time to time up here, it's usually kind of, you know, not nearly as severe. So it's something we're not, and it doesn't come up in the home buying process at yeah. all, it, yeah. unless you're right on the water. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, something we definitely want to explore for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I always tell people that I, I don't, uh, you, you can't live your life and with that as a concern, you know, there's just so much, of, so much beauty here and so much of a benefit to living in South Florida. Um, we love it. I, you know, I'll take this over snow and ice storms any day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think the people who are, who are listening are thinking the same thing. They are. That's right. I, I understand your leaves are starting to turn just a little bit. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, and I love fall too. And I think a lot of people love fall, but, we all know what comes right after that. That's not yeah, exactly. so much fun. Exactly. Um, so, Lori, any anything that you can kind of wrap up with, of like maybe really great value in uh, the Fort Myers area or Cape Coral, something where you're seeing right now that's like, wow, there's are some real value here, or is it tough to kind of pinpoint? Up and coming. That's. I'm oh, sorry. Up and coming areas. Up and coming areas, um, you know, like that tree line area that I was talking about, Florida Gulf Coast University really brought in a lot of development in that whole area, you know. Uh, uh, and then in Cape Coral, of course, everybody wants to be in southwest Cape Coral, um, but uh, northwest is starting to develop a lot as well. They're putting a big luxury RV resort there. Um, We've got uh, actually some exciting news. If you don't know, uh, they're putting a Margaritaville Hotel in Fort Myers Beach. Cool. Yeah, so that's uh, 250, I wrote it down here so I wouldn't forget, 254 rooms that they're planning for that resort. And wow. that'll be opening in 2021. Wow. wow. Yeah, so we're excited about that. That's great. And they don't sell any of those units, do they? Or no, I don't think so, no. Yeah. I think Hotel. Um, 
And then, of course, we've got Sanibel and Captiva Island, which is, you know, world-class beaches. People come from all over the world to, to yeah. those islands. Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah, we did a uh, uh, vacation on North Captiva, North Captiva, a few did years you? back. And, oh, my God, talk about just feeling you're unplugged. It, yes. uh, you got to boat your groceries in, uh, no cars on the island. Just yep. amazing, absolutely yep. amazing. You know, Bill, Terry and I went out there, um, I guess about a year and a half ago now, and it, had, it was the first time in all the years that I've been here that I actually took a boat over there. Because uh, when we had our boat, we went to more, you know, just marinas and things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but yeah, it is. You just, all the golf carts, you know, and it's just very laid back and, you stop into that little uh, fish shack there. They've got, uh, uh, I forgot what their special, I know they had really good like beans and rice and kind of everyone when we were there would just kind of pull their boats up and have a little lunch and um, just talk about unplugging and relaxing. It's I yeah. highly, highly, you really feel like you've gotten away. Yeah, you really do. Yeah, yeah. good little vacation spot. I don't know if I'd buy a place and spend a whole summer or winter down there, but for a good little week uh, weekend, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I understand they get some uh, celebrities out there too because you know it's very, like you said, very protected. You can't get there by car, and so it's yeah. Yeah, it's a. Uh, Who did they tell me? I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was an big NFL star. You know, and some basketball stars, and they just like to get out, get out there and chill. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Well, great. Well, Lori, how can people get a hold of you and Terry? I'm sorry, Terry wasn't able to join us today. Um, yeah. Able to get a hold of you if they want to learn more about the Fort Myers and Cape Coral areas. Well, they can call me. Uh, my phone number is two three nine nine one zero five five four three. Or here, let's let's. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, it's backwards, isn't it? No. No, you're good. Oh, you can go to Love it, love it. Well, great, Lori. This has been awesome. Thank you so much. This has been great. Well, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. I think it's wonderful that you're doing this, and uh, it was it was fun. I'm nervous, but it was fun. <laughs> Absolutely, and thanks for taking great care of you know, all of our clients and everything, and Christine, the, the people you're working with from her, um, I know they obviously really, really appreciate it. Yes. Well, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for trusting us, Christine. Absolutely. All right, gang. Well, thanks so much. Um, that about wraps it up. Christine, anything uh, you want to add? Pearls? If you have any questions for Lori, just go ahead and put some comments in the box about Cape Coral, Fort Myers area. And um, again, we do this series just to make it really easy for you to snowbird. We've made that into a verb now. So, (laughs) (laughs) all right. Well, have a great day, everybody. And um, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you next time. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye.